What is up, you guys? I hope you're ready to talk about metabolism. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I went into some some good detail about it last week, but in this podcast episode, I'm gonna go into a little more detail. So if you're like, mm, I don't know if this episode's gonna be for me, sounds a little too sciencey, here's the thing. I am not good at science and I understand this. So I'm going to make it pretty easy for us to understand because trust me, I know how it feels. I had to take the millions of kinesiology and science classes in college to get into the nitty and gritty and I just want to tell you the stuff that we need to know because I think diet culture really makes it seem like oh if you work out like you can eat so much more and if you don't work out you shouldn't be eating as much or carbs like there's just there's just so much more to it and I think once you understand how your metabolism actually works especially if you do want to lose weight or gain muscle or whatever your fitness goals are you got to understand how your metabolism works so that's what we're going to talk about today hey you guys welcome to the empowered podcast hosted by your girl miranda lee i hope you're ready to get confident throw away the all or nothing mindset fully surrender to god and strive to be one percent better every day don't forget you are enough you are worthy and you are loved Alrighty, let's get this party started. Okay, so in this intro, I said nitty and gritty. Is it the nitty gritty or the nitty and gritty? Is there an and in between? I don't know. But if you're like, Miranda, it's nitty gritty, and you said nitty and gritty, I think I've only used that phrase like maybe five times in my entire life. So I don't even know if I'm saying it right. But that is so irrelevant to this conversation. But I wanted to point it out. Um, yeah, so if you listen to this and you're like, Miranda, both of those are wrong message me (laughs) message me on instagram at this is miranda lee and tell me how you're actually supposed to say that phrase but you understand what i'm trying to say what i'm trying to say is we're going to get deep but we're also going to only talk about the things that we actually need to know so let's talk about the metabolism so first let's back up when you talk about calories you have to remember that calories is a unit of energy so when you eat calories it's energy for your body so your body needs a certain amount of calories during the day, but it's just another way of saying your body needs energy to survive. So we're gonna talk about what parts of your body actually need these calories and just how this this all works. So TDE, TDEE, sorry, there's an extra E in there. So what TDEE is, it is the total daily energy expenditure. So basically what your caloric needs are for the day. Um, there's like a couple different components to it, but we're just gonna talk about the most important parts. So surprisingly, the biggest part of your caloric needs that your body like needs these calories for is for BMR. And what that is, is basal metabolic rate. So your basal metabolic rate is literally just the calories that your body needs at rest. Like if you were just gonna lay in bed and do absolutely nothing, your body's going to need all these calories for you know for you to breathe, for your organs to work, for you to blink, like just for you to exist. Even if you're not exercising, 70 about 70% of your total day's calories come from this. So if you're like, oh man, I didn't work out today, so I don't get to eat that much, like 
hey, 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 your body still needs calories like just to survive. So don't think that you can't eat just because you didn't work out. So that is a big myth to debunk that, oh, if I didn't work out or I didn't even get that get that active, like I don't really deserve to eat. No, that's not true. Your, your body needs to survive, yo. Like why do you think bears bulk up before they hibernate? It's because their body still needs calories to survive even if it's winter and they're just sleeping your body you burn calories while you're sleeping you're sitting you're breathing you're watching netflix like yo your body's burning calories so bmr that's what it is your basal metabolic rate so it's the first thing you need to learn and that part's really important so you know that so let's move on to the next part so we just talked about bmr so the next part is neat eat and TEF. So NEAT is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And if you're like, yo, what what is that phrase that you just said? Don't worry. So it's like the activities that you do that aren't like super intense exercise. So just, you know, walking from one room to another, like walking to your car, like picking things up. Like these are the activities that you do that aren't like strenuous or vigorous. It's just, you know, what your body does to get around. And that's about 15% of your TDEE. So before we get any deeper, um, these percentages I'm saying are kind of an average and like a baseline of your percentages, but everyone's are a little different. And I'll talk about how you can kind of, you know, manipulate them a little later, but you know, I could be saying that that your BMR is 70%, but for your friend it might be 60, for someone else it might be, you know, 63 and a half. Like this is just just an estimate, an average baseline. So just remember that. So we know that our NEAT, which is our non-exercise activity, um, that is about 15%. So the next part is our EAT, so E-A-T, so that is our exercise. So exercise, activity, thermogenesis. So this is basically just saying the amount of calories that you burn during your day from working out. So this is gonna vary from person to person. So this will probably be around 5%, maybe up to 15%. Like if you're like a hardcore athlete who works out like hours and hours a day, like yeah, your percentages of your TDEE might be a little bit different because you're working out so much. But if you're just like just an everyday person who, you know, works out 45 minutes a day, an hour a day, five days a week or whatever, like this is probably gonna be around like five to 10% of your calories that you burn during the day. So the reason why I bring this up is because so many calorie apps like MyFitnessPal, like they say that, oh, you put in the amount of exercise that you do and like you get to eat those extra calories. And that's just not true. So don't listen to that. That's just, that's not good. Cause that's basically saying that you can, you can outwork out a bad diet like oh the more I work out like the more I can eat mm, in a way but I mean that's such like your exercise is such a small percent and like you don't know how many calories you're actually burning like these apps and even like your your Apple watch and stuff it's just an estimate so 
you, you don't don't do that. If you do, if you are someone who tracks calories in MyFitnessPal or another app on your phone, don't think that you can just add more workouts and that can increase your calories for the day. It doesn't really work like that. Um, your your exercising is brought into your TDE. So when it tells you the amount of calories that you should be eating, which by the way, it's probably not accurate because like it's just as accurate as BMI, if we're being honest. It's just basing it off of your height and weight and how much you want to weigh. So don't listen to those apps. Really, really don't. If you if you want to know the actual amount of calories that you should be eating, like there's like a whole like scientific method to calculating it based on your body fat percentage, how much muscle you have, your activity level. So there's so much more to consider than just your height and your weight and putting it into an app. So do not take that too seriously. But okay, so we talked about BMR, which is about 70%. We talked about non-exercise activity, which we said, you know, can be a about 15% and then your exercise activity, which is about 5%. So the last part is the thermal effect of food. So what that means is your body burns calories digesting your food. So when you eat food and and your body digests it, you're burning calories. So that is about about like 10, 15% probably more about 10%. Yeah, 10% of your total daily calories comes from just digesting the food that you eat. So all that added together obviously makes 100%. It's going to differ for everyone um, slightly, but we do know that most of the calories that we burn during the day do just come from keeping our body alive, just surviving, even if we were at rest. All right, so that is the basics of TDEE, which once again is total daily energy expenditure. So the amount of calories that you need every day. And like we said, it's gonna differ for everyone. So my TDE might be 2,300 calories, but then my husband, who his genetics, his muscle mass, his body fat percentage, his activity levels different. So his TDEE, might be like 3,000 calories, and he's a dude, so dudes usually have higher TDEEs. Not fair, but that's just how it is. So everyone's is a little different, um, and there's so many factors that play into that, and it changes depending on your muscle mass percentage, your body fat percentage, how active you are, even like your job. If your job is sitting at a desk and just typing, you're gonna probably have a lower TDEE than when you are maybe out and about and let's say you are a personal trainer. Like you might be walking the floor, walking and or running with your clients, showing them the exercises. So you might be burning a little more calories in one occupation than you would in another occupation. So this leads into metabolic adaptation. And I know another big, big words, big words are hard, you guys, but don't worry, you're going to be a pro (laughs) at what everything means at the end of this podcast. So think about it, metabolic adaptation, it's talking about your metabolism and how your metabolism adapts. So your metabolism is going to adapt to how you eat every day. So let's say, let's say right now, 
I can eat 2,300 calories to maintain my weight. If I wanted to, let's say, lose weight, um, I wanted to cut weight, there's a couple options I have. There's a smart way and the not so smart way. So let's go over both. The smart way would be me decreasing my calories by maybe 250 calories a day. That comes out to losing half a pound a week. If I wanted to maybe lose one pound a week, which would be a little more of an aggressive approach, I would cut down 500 calories a day. So the reason why I bring this up is because your body is going to adapt. So if I bring my calories down 250 calories a day to lose a half a pound a week, eventually my body is going to adapt to this. So if I want to further lose weight, I'm gonna to have to bring my calories down even more. And the smart way would to bring it down, to bring it down another 250 calories. And then after a couple weeks, my body's going to adapt to these calories again. So if I started at, you know, 2,300 calories and I brought my calories down by 250, so then I'm now eating 2,050 calories. Now that's my body's new baseline after a couple weeks for maintenance. So after a little while, my body's like, all right, you brought my calories down, so I'm gonna change to this is the amount of calories that I need to survive. And that's why after a little bit more time, you're gonna have to bring your calories down a little bit more if you wanted to continue to lose weight. But if you decide that, oh, I wanna lose weight, but I wanna lose it fast, so I'm going to stop eating a thousand calories less a day. So I'm only gonna eat, let's say I'm only gonna eat 1,200 calories a day, which is like literally the caloric needs of like a toddler, but irrelevant. Um, so you're like, I wanna lose it fast, I wanna lose multiple pounds a week, so I'm gonna bring my calories down to 1,200 calories a day. Okay, cool, yeah, you'll probably lose a couple pounds in the first couple weeks like you want, but then your, your metabolism is going to adjust. Your metabolism is gonna be like, all right, so in order to survive, this is my new, this is my new maintenance level, so your body's going to adapt. So then after a while, your body's like, oh, well, now I'm just maintaining at 1,200, so if you wanna lose more weight, you have to cut your calories down. So now you're eating a ridiculously low amount of calories, ridiculously low. And it's just going to turn into a vicious cycle. And then at that point, you're just like barely eating anything. And that's a horrible way to live your life. That's not even enjoyable at all. And most importantly, it's not sustainable. So if weight loss is your goal, you can't be doing, and this is why these crazy diets do not work because they put your calories so low that it's not sustainable where yeah you'll lose a bunch of weight in the beginning but then your body adapts and then it's impossible to keep the weight off so if right now where i'm at with my muscle mass my height my body fat percentage and everything if i can eat 2300 calories a day and be good and i cut all the way down to 1200 calories a day that means if I do that for a while and my body adapts and I go back to trying to eat 2,300 calories, my body's gonna say, nope, and it's gonna gain weight. It works both ways, you guys, and not a good way. So if you cut down 
all these calories and go, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to eat super low calories just for a couple weeks so I can lose some weight and then I'll go back to how I was eating. No, it doesn't work that way because your body's going to adapt. Your body's going to adapt to the amount of calories that you eat. So then when you go back to eating your normal amount, you're going to gain weight. And this is what happens with people who go on diets. They start eating such low calories, they lose weight, and then they go back to eating how they normally do and they gain it back. And it's just because your your metabolism was like, whoa, 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 I was adapting to these low calories that you were feeding me. And then you go back to eating more calories. So now you're in a calorie surplus. Now you're eating quote unquote too many calories. And now your body's using it to store it as fat. So how can you use metabolic adaptation to your advantage? It is totally possible. Um, This goes into a new topic called reverse dieting. So how you do this is, okay, so we talked about the example earlier that if you wanted to lose weight, you would just kind of bring your calories down a little bit. Um, I don't think it should... I think weight loss as a goal is kind of it's kind of sticky, especially when I talk about it, because like I feel like 99% of the time when we have weight loss as a goal, it's not a good goal for us to have. Like we don't actually need to lose weight. Like we have the wrong motivation for doing it, and we don't need to, and we just need to heal our relationship with ourselves and with our food. But you know, there's going to be certain situations um, where maybe learning how to properly lose weight is something that you're interested in. Um, If that's you, I mean, I suggest working with a coach, working with a health coach like me who can help you do it um, in the healthiest, healthiest, most sustainable way that you can. Like, that's why there are coaches who are certified in this stuff and who have gone to school for this so we can help you and you don't have to do these... um, these crazy diets or anything but just remember you can't just dive in and be like oh I'm not gonna eat for a couple days or I'm gonna barely eat or I'm just gonna eat you know like an apple and like no you're that's when metabolic adaptation is gonna happen so if you are looking to lose weight in a healthier more sustainable approach that won't completely ruin your metabolism you take little little amounts of calories away. You just have to be consistent about it. Like I said, 250 calories, what is that? A spoonful of peanut butter? So if you ate one spoonful of peanut butter less a week, a day, like a day for a week, then you would lose half a pound that week. So yeah. And let's say you're at a point, like me right now, let's say I Let's say I lost some weight and you're probably like, oh no, so when I lose weight, now I can't eat as many calories. All right, now we're going to talk about reverse dieting. So back to my example, like let's say right now I eat 200, sorry, 2,300 calories. I probably should have picked like a more round number to use, but like that's just the number I picked. But anyways, so let's say that's how many calories that I eat. And let's do, let's say I do some cutting for a couple months and I get down to 1,800 calories. And you know what? I lose the couple pounds that I needed to for my competition, which would probably be the only reason why I would try to um, lose weight is to make a weight class for competition. Um, And now I'm at 1,800 calories. You don't want to jump back up to your 2,300 calories that I originally was at. That's not what I want to do. So reverse dieting 
is that you are gonna slowly about maybe 50 to 150, like probably 50 to 100 calories a day increase. Um, and then after a couple weeks, you'll increase it more. So let's say, you know, I started at 1800. So, you know, this week I'll eat 1900 calories every day for a week, a week or two weeks. And then, you know, when I see that my body weight's still maintaining, then I can increase it a little more. And over time, I've slowly increased my calories back up to my 2300. And who knows, I might even be able to go even higher. So that's why when you see athletes who are able to do, they do their bulk and then they do their cut and then they reverse diet, now their maintenance calories are so much higher than they were before they did the bulk and cut. And you're probably like, but why is that? And it's because when they did the bulk, they put on muscle, they did the cut, they cut some um, body fat. So now they have more muscle. And the more muscle you have, the more calories your body is going to need to survive because muscle requires more energy and more um, more calories just to keep it there. So your BMR is going to be higher and all your caloric needs are going to be higher because your body, because now your metabolism has to maintain a body with more muscle. So you're going to have higher caloric needs. So that's why I say that lifting weight is, lifting weights is super important for weight loss because once you put on more muscle, your body's going to be burning more calories just to survive, more calories just at rest. So maybe your BMR, remember your basal metabolic rate, at first was, I'm just gonna put a number out there, let's say it was a thousand calories. So if I was just to lay down and do absolutely nothing, my body would just burn a thousand calories for the day. But if I put on some muscle, it might bring my BMR up to, you know, maybe 1,200 calories. So now my body needs more energy to survive, which means I can eat more food to survive, which means even when it comes to cutting weight, I can eat more food than I typically would if I didn't have as much muscle. So I hope all this is making sense. Um, what I'm basically saying is anything that you do, whether you're trying to um, gain weight, lose weight, maintain, is you just have to be aware and you can't do anything completely drastic. It's going to be hard to maintain. So I know I just threw a lot of information at you in these past 20 minutes, but if you can take anything away from this podcast episode, this is what I want you to take away. First is your body needs calories just to survive, just for your organs to function. You are burning calories when you breathe, when you sit, when you open your eyes, when you blink, when you're digesting food, your body is burning calories. So you need to eat. Do not deprive yourself of food just because you missed a workout or you haven't been working out or you think you haven't earned food. That's not it. You are living, breathing, standing, sitting, sleeping. Your body needs calories. The second thing I want you to take away from this podcast is your metabolism is going to adapt to what you do to it. So if you are barely eating, your metabolism is going to adapt and you think that you're losing weight fast, but you're actually harming yourself in the long run, which is why people end up gaining all the weight back after an extreme diet and even more. It's because their metabolism adapts and then they don't go through the right process of building their metabolism back up to where it 
needs to be. So if you are trying to lose weight and you want to actually lose it sustainably and consistently and actually enjoy the foods that you're eating, please, please, please hire a professional, hire a health coach, a personal trainer, someone who knows what they're doing, a dietitian, nutritionist. Do not just go in full throttle and try to find a quick fix. It's not going to work. It's just going to destroy your metabolism. And the last takeaway of this podcast is if you do go through a proper cut and you do lose the weight, make sure to do your research or hire a coach to do reverse dieting so you can get your TDEE back high where it should be so you can eat more, enjoy your life, still maintain, and the next time you ever decide to do a cut that it won't be hard and difficult and you can eat more and still reach your goals. And this doesn't just apply to people wanting to lose weight. Like if you are at a point right now where you're like, you know what, I'd like to be able to eat more, still reach my goals, and just fix your metabolism, that is such a great goal to have. That's actually a journey that, you know, I've been on for a while now is just healing my metabolism, fixing my relationship with food so that I can eat more and still reach my health and fitness goals because the goal in life shouldn't be to eat as little as possible that is a horrible crappy life that is not what i'm about so if you just want to be able to eat more to make the most from your metabolism your metabolism is so smart and it just adapts so take care of it your metabolism just wants to keep you alive and to survive and to have you live the best life you just have to give your metabolism the the attention that it deserves so i hope you guys enjoyed everything i talked about like i said i know it's kind of sciencey but it's so important to know because i feel like diet culture makes it seem like most of your your caloric needs come from your workout and it's like no your body literally needs calories and energy to survive and once you've once you really realize that calories is a unit of energy, maybe you'll stop seeing as seeing calories as like bad. Like, oh, it has so many calories. Like, no, it has so much energy in it and you should be able to use that energy for great things. So if you have any questions about this, um, or maybe you're like, you know what? I'm ready to heal my relationship with food, fix my metabolism, understand my body's caloric needs and understand the macros and everything and be able to reach my goals while eating as much food as my metabolism really truly wants. Reach out to me. You can go to the link in my show notes. You can book a free discovery call. You can go to my website, thisismirandalee.com and look at the coaching and see what type of coaching is for you. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will see you next week. Let's end with a prayer and wrap it up. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for bringing these people and these listeners to this podcast so they can learn more about this amazing body that you've just, you've put their beautiful soul in so they can learn how to truly take care of their body and treat it the way that it deserves and to stop harming it and starving it and just being so mean and critical to this beautiful temple that you created just for us. Let us learn to love ourselves every inch inside and out and just always to glorify you, Lord. Amen. Mm